Welcome back to Master Your Ash. I'm your host, Michael Prisdale, not Myers. But welcome back. Thank you for coming for the Halloween episode. Halloween is my, my favorite holiday of the year. And I just kind of wanted to get decked out and talk a little bit about Tatuaje, right? So Halloween, the monster series by Tatuaje. This is the, the fabled uh, crossroads of both the spirit industry and the tobacco industry in my mind. So Pete Johnson, the founder of Tatuaje, master blender for Tatuaje, uh, first jumped onto the scenes in the early to mid 2000s and I've pretty much followed the entire Tatuaje line since. Um, the Halloween edition monster series was something that him and a friend kind of came up with in late 2008 and released the very, very first monster line, which was the Frank, which I am remiss. I couldn't find my box, but I do have a dress box. It came in a very, very similar coffin. We'll post a, a thumbnail of it so that you could see, but it had the blood splattered coffin. It said the Frank, number one, and the beauty of the cigars were that the coffin editions for the Frank they, they basically took the top 100 retailers of Tatuaje. They chose 13 that they called the unlucky retailers on that list. And those 13 that were chosen were shipped a handful of boxes each. There were a total of 666, the Mark of the Beast, made. And those were shipped out to those 13 retailers. There were 13 cigars in each box, priced at $13 a stick to keep up with the unlucky 13 kind of theme for Halloween and it was it, it was probably the biggest promotion marketing wise in cigars since the creation of Opus X and definitely the biggest marketing promotion that I had ever seen for a seasonal holiday like that and Pete Johnson I, I've talked about him a lot we haven't featured a tatuaje here on the set yet just because of the fact that I was essentially waiting for this episode to bring out some of the old school and the new school Halloween monster editions because I'm so excited to talk about this one because it's very very near and dear to my heart so moving in order basically it went from the Frank to the Drac for Dracula so the Frank is Frankenstein number one the following year Dracula number two came out and the number two Drac had this beautiful glossy black coffin it said number two the Drac on it and for Dracula the cigar was dark it was oily the wrapper was a little bit different than the Frank the the cigars format was a little bit different and it moved from the Drac at number two to the face and the face, I did collect the dress box for the face as well as the one for the Wolfman. So the face, you can see right here, this is box number 87. And they bumped up the coffins with the Drac. So initially it was supposed to be 666 coffins. They bumped them up to 1300 for the Drac. And then they produced a series of non-dress boxes, which were just regular boxes like this Michael right here, which is obviously the 10th one that came out in the series. So with the Michael, <clears throat> you had a non-dress box. And then for the coffins, they came out in a little bit of a different style every single time, right? Some of them were full-fledged coffins. Other ones were the boxes like the trap box in the face. Um, 
this particular one is numbered 250 out of the original. And then I'm just gonna set these down over here, kind of stack them up. We'll bring back in the Michael into the, so this is what they would call a non-dress box. And instead of getting 13 cigars in this standard wooden box, you only got 10. So this was available for the people that couldn't get their hands on an actual dress box. Now, moving our spirit that we're going to pair with this setup out of the way, we get into Boris. Boris Karloff, famous director of Frankenstein and all of those fun movies, the monster movies. This was also a limited edition box, but it did not fit into the traditional monster line. So I brought this along just because of the fact that I did collect it, but obviously it's in homage to the director and they were gonna do the uh, director actor series. So this was going to be a completely different series around the same time that just never really grew any other legs. The Tatuaje Little Monsters. So the monsters have undergone quite a few different variations, right? There was the little monsters, there was the pudgy monsters, there were monster juniors, all kinds of stuff. These were not as limited. Um, these were like regular production runs. And I got the little monsters just to kind of try them out. I wasn't really as big of a fan. I brought along um, some of my old ones and the little, little monsters that I collected. These things have been hibernating for a while. So this is the actual face. You can see it kind of has like, the band is non-existent and they basically made the band part of the tobacco wrapper by removing it and un, you know, like making this unrefined kind of cut. And this is, the, this is the little one. So this actually came from the regular production box that I picked up. I still have about five of the face left. I smoked all my original Franks and my original Drax. Those were, those were really, really good. Still got a Wolfman, the original Wolfman, with its uh, shagged foot, its kind of uncapped foot. And then I think that I have a little Wolfman here too. Yep. So we got the little one, we got the original. Just fun stuff that I've collected over the years with this, this particular line. But. Moving into present day, right? 2021 for Halloween. So we're gonna celebrate present day by doing a live unboxing on this episode of the latest and greatest in the Monster series. And that is the re-release of the Frank. This is the Frank Redux number one. I'm gonna open this up. Livio, do you wanna take some video of this from like behind? All right, let's do a little live unboxing, right? This is uh, Unbox Therapy, Master Your Ash Edition. So this is the Halloween release, obviously the box. Bucket, Violet, Flossy Carter, shout out. All right, let's get the label cut. There we go. I think we got the whole thing. And then one up top here. There we go. Try not to cut myself. So, Tatuaje typically uses these labels very, very Cuban-esque from our last video on Cuban cigars. They have like the stamp and the official seal. 
This is a very, very glossy box in comparison to the kind of unrefined rustic wooden coffin that uh, Tatuaje usually releases with their cigars. And then, I mean, the presentation is always just top notch with these. So we're gonna open it right here. Tatuaje always has such a beautiful presentation with all of these boxes. Slide off the top lid of the coffin. Kind of throw that over here. <clears throat> the beauty of this re-release too is the fact that for the first time, Tatuaje is re-releasing in the same size as the original format that it came out in. So we've had the little monsters, the pudgy monsters, the juniors, those were all in a different size than the original line was released in. And it's one of the reasons why I honestly didn't feel compelled to collect it because I wasn't, I didn't want to try a smaller version of the original line. I wanted to always try the original line. So Chucky and Tiffany, those were from a couple of years ago. I just picked up those boxes. We should have those on the channel here in about a couple of weeks, which will be cool. I'm just gonna open up the whole lot so that you guys can see this comes banded, all of them together, 13 sticks in your box, right? And you can keep that, pluck it, file it to the side. All right, the original, the one that launched the whole entire line, the Frank Redux number one. So jumping into the cigar, this is going to be a seven and five eighths by 49 ring gauge double Corona cigar. It has got a wonderful Connecticut broadleaf Maduro wrapper. It is Nicaraguan binder and filler. This is in conjunction with my father's cigars. So my father's cigar in Esteli, it's going to be the factory farm that it comes from. Looking at the wrapper, it does appear to have like a lot of veins and lines in it, super duper rustic, which uh, is pretty standard amongst most of the monsters. I mean, we have a Wolfman that's a little over a decade old right now. I mean, this has got some lines. It's very, very rustic, right around kind of the same same feel and then the old the old face from the the third packaging i mean you can see this one is obviously a little darker as far as a wrapper goes but i mean big lines very very rustic and oily that's just you know always been the theme with pete johnson and tatuaje's homage to to halloween and it's one of the things that i really appreciate Alrighty, so I'm gonna move this out of the way and just present it right there next to that and we can jump into our spirit. So, to feature this, this monolith of marketing, the <clears throat> Jameson Cold Brew. Jameson Cold Brew is a limited release Irish whiskey every single year comes to us from the Middleton Distillery where Jameson is made and it is a fantastic blend of Irish whiskey and cold brew coffee in and of itself. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk so much about Tatuaje and kind of give the monster line its own episode is because of the fact that 
Number one, it's very, very important to me because Tatuaje is a brand that I personally feel very, very connected to. It was kind of at the, the very early stages of me like really getting into cigars and the Monster line I really sought after year after year after year. Number two, I feel like P. Johnson came onto the scene and just revolutionized the way that we looked at Connecticut broadleaf wrappers and certain tobacco blending and styles at the time. And number three, because of the fact that in the liquor industry, we've got a lot of limited edition, limited release, specialty marketing brands that are out there. Some are better than others, like this one right here with Jameson. But honestly, the two of them, they never really intersected in the same world. The way that the marketing worked for Tatuaje and this line, and the way that the liquor industry has always really had strong, strong marketing. In addition to that, in the La Floridita cocktail book, 1939, I believe it was, the cigar ads were printed in the cocktail books. So cigars and spirits have always had this history of sometimes even being marketed together in cocktail books. And there's more examples of that that we can get into, but the beauty was seeing an actual marketing for a cigar company that was as strong as one for a liquor company for the first time. With this Jameson cold brew, I thought that I would give something a try here today. So this is Fever Tree Tonic Water. And this is just the traditional Fever Tree Tonic. They have several versions out there. There is the Mediterranean Tonic. There is the uh, Cucumber Tonic that's really refreshing during summer. I just went with the traditional tonic because I heard that cold brew and tonic is a, uh, it's a treat. And I've never had one. I can get into it. I believe the hype. All right. Let's cut this and light this bad boy. Obviously, being that I opened the box here on the show, I don't have a frame of reference for the Frank outside of the ones that I've smoked well over five, six years ago. So we're gonna enjoy this one together. We've got a shaggy foot on the bottom. We talked before with the shaggy foot about lighting and how much of a nuisance that can be. This particular one though, Fairly, fairly easy to, to get lit. The reason why I chose the cold brew and tonic is because by not having a frame of reference as to what I wanted to pair with this, but it being almost the exact same blend that's existed before, I went back in my book to some notes that I had on the original blend. And the original blend for the Frank with the Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper was very, very similar to the Tatuaje Brown Label that I've smoked quite a few of. So, a lot of fine black pepper, really, really nice Maduro notes. There's like this chocolate kind of cacao almost where it's like a bittersweet that comes in through the cigar. I figured it would pair really, really well with our cold brew and tonic. And then with the tonic, you have all these wonderful kind of botanicals that come through with this fever tree. And it's just, it's really, really well balanced as far as the aromatics and the tonic with the cold brew and then what you're getting with the cigar. 
Wow. It's amazing how well, looking back 14 years ago in the Monster line, or yeah, right around 14 years ago, 2008, 2009, looking back almost that long, how much this reminds me of the original Monster, and how much the original Frank, you know, that was one of the reasons why with the skinny monsters, the pudgy monsters, the juniors, I wasn't as into them, and I kind of stopped collecting most of the Monster lines because they there were some stores that had closed, there were some stores that you couldn't um, get them year after year, and you know, you would develop a relationship with one of the stores, and then, you know, it would, it would change every single year from, the 13 unlucky retailers the previous year to 13 other ones because they have so many people ordering tatuajes now that it just became hard to source these things at the time. And then kind of heard that some of the blends weren't as good as some of the other ones. I know Cigar Hound Dog, he just did one on the Chuck that is on the way. And he was saying that it really didn't meet the high echelon that we hold tatuaje at, which I mean, who can do that every single blend? But it's just one of those where people would resell these things for two and three times what they were initially going for. I think that with each one of the coffins at $13 a stick, 13 sticks, that's $169 before you get to taxes, fees, shipping, whatever you have to pay, right? There are literally people that sell these coffins for $400, $500 a box. And some people actually buy them at that price. So. It just became like if you were going to pay $25 a stick instead of for a stick that's selling for $13, are you going to go out of your way if the cigar is not phenomenal and if you're not an avid collector of them, right? And the same can be said with some of the liquor expressions that come out, right? If you're an avid fan of Crown, every single flavor and edition of Crown that they make, every limited edition, so on and so forth, you know, there's some that you like more than others, but are you, you know, are you that invested into it that you're gonna go out there and, and get every single one? Same thing with Jameson. Are you gonna go out there and grab every single one? So I think that as P. Johnson's done a good job of making these available for everybody so that they can at least try the blend. And it's, it's something that I'm sure he didn't even imagine how popular these would be year after year after year, moving into its 14th year. I have the Monster Mash, and we're gonna do that in another video where we go over each year and then talk about you know the, the new one that was released this year. But even with the Monster Mash, I think that with the Monster Mash, you're looking at maybe like an inch and a half. Yeah, an inch and a half shorter than the original lines of each were. So you're talking about a different size. And that's why I thought that it was, you know, very important to go back to the start, talk about the Frank, talk about the original size format, the original blend, and exactly what the, the Monster Series means for me, means for Halloween. I can already tell. The Double Corona Frank, the originals, those are two and a half hour smokes. I think that this is going to be just as enjoyable as those were. I picked up this box from my local shop. Shout out to Infuego. Shout out to Char. Um, we did the, the episode there with the Illusione a little while ago. This box I grabbed last week. So this has been in my humidor for just a couple of days now. And I mean, these things are smoking fantastic. Sharp burn, great flavor. Reminds me of the original Frank. 
Pairs great with my cocktail, which is the most important thing. I'm gonna smoke these down and you know, just really enjoy this box. I hope that you all get them for Halloween. Have a happy and a safe Halloween. Thank you so much for watching. Please, if you found any value in this episode, leave us a like down below. Comment if you wanna to talk to me about some of your favorite Halloween pairings with your cigars. Have a safe, a happy, and a jolly Halloween. Follow us on Instagram, at Master Your Ash.